outside, or are you worried about betrayal from within? Welcome to the broadcast. Sheriff Mack with me. Welcome, sir. What do you think of that question? (laughs) That's a big one, Sam. Good morning to you, and good morning to everybody uh, today. Thank you for being here uh, this great and beautiful Tuesday morning. Uh, A great day to stand for liberty. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for being a part of the Sheriff Mack Show. And thanks now, to one of the you, good Sam, news pieces the is while we watch out for the terrorists and watch out for the infiltration from within, et cetera, et cetera, you do have some warning mm-hmm. words from the great Antonin Scalia in your Supreme Court case, the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered that might highlight uh, a focus here, right? Absolutely, uh, Sam. This is, this is again, from uh, the Mac Prince lawsuit, the only time in history when sheriffs sued the federal government and one, get this, uh, we haven't really discussed this uh, part of the decision very much. Quoting Justice Antonin Scalia, the United States Supreme Court, June 27, 1997. The great innovation of this design, in other words, the design of our constitutional republic, our constitutional government, the great innovation of this design was that our citizens would have two political capacities one state and one federal, each protected from incursion by the other, each protected from incursion by the other, a legal system unprecedented in form and design, establishing two orders of government, each within its own direct uh, relationship, its own set of mutual rights and obligations to the people, who sustain it and are governed by it. The Constitution thus contemplates that a state's government will represent and remain accountable to its own citizens. So, Sam, we find out that the great uh, check and balance is that there's two political capacities and that the state is required to protect its citizens from the incursions of the federal government, just as the federal government is required to protect the citizens from the incursions of the state government. Because what is ultimate? Liberty is the ultimate goal. And that's what our that's what we're after. And so if the federal government is doing something wrong, like dealing with Chinese, then the states have every obligation to move in and correct it. They need to move in, correct it. They need to prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. That's what we absolutely aim for. With us today, Greg Phillips. And Greg has been a conservative politics leader for literally 40 years, folks, working with committees, parties, campaigns, and ultimately election intelligence operations, election integrity, if you will. He's been involved with Catherine at TrueTheVote.org and more. Welcome back to the Sheriff Mack Show, Greg. Man, guys, thanks so much for having me. It's great to see you. Good morning, Sheriff. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. Thank you. Let's start this off by saying, you know what? You guys really broke the communist Chinese in elections discussions uh, with a Connex reality check. Uh, People didn't believe it was true. Then L.A. busted out with their evidence showing it was true. They backed away because they weren't ready for the complications related there, too. You've been attacked relentlessly ever since, thrown in jail. Thank 
the Lord, you've been released. Uh, but give us a quick update on Connick and where we are with those thugs, uh, where L.A. is, where you are with your lawsuits, et cetera, because they came back and sued you uh, saying, what, you can't say this stuff? What, what What's the core? And give me the breakdown. You know, it's really uh, um, a difficult situation uh, for me to sort of even contemplate, let alone talk about. I mean, the frustrations that we have around all of this are, are enormous. Uh, I first learned of this in a um, – uh, some researchers were involved in um, uh, really taking apart the the, the inner workings of of, um, of all the connections between all the softwares and all the different uh, all the different companies around. Um, and in so doing, they used a, a product called Binary Edge. And what Binary Edge does, you can go anyone could subscribe to it. Um, and in essence, what it does is, if you have an IP address or if you have a URL. Uh, like truthevote.org, you can go in and type truthevote.org and find out where that um, where that IP address lives, or excuse me, what IP address is assigned to it, but also where it lives. Um, it will, uh, depending on your structure of your company and your your software that underlies it, um, you'll it, it'll show different ports that are open, meaning like port you know 484 might be a database port, or different ports have different different things that they do. Um, and allow different data in and, and so on and so forth. But all of this is visible from um, from uh, binary edge. And so when you go to a normal a normal um, uh, URL, say a Facebook or something like that, it's very clean. Um, you know, it resolves in the United States um, because that's the other thing it does is it shows you where this th- this server lives, so the server and this IP address live. And uh, and going through everything. Um, and all of the different softwares pulled up binary edge. And there was one particular piece of software called poll chief. Uh, Catherine had long said that, you know, we really need to be looking into these free or near free softwares that are running elections. And so we were doing that. We were going through and we we're looking free and near free software of which uh, binary edge uh, pointed out that, that poll chief, um, was something that really, really, really needed to be looked at. I was called to a meeting in Dallas in uh, January of 2021, uh, not just show, shown the results from uh, uh, Binary Edge, but but as we dug deeper and deeper into the various pieces of what was um, uncovered by Binary Edge, we realized suddenly that not only was this IP address, meaning this URL resolving to a name server in China, but the server itself had a port open for their database. And it was a, a type of database that, while it's very robust, very capable, um, also, if not properly configured, can be porous, meaning open, uh, open to the public. And, um, and the analysts that were walking me through the case began over across a period of time, I think four or five hours in the middle of the night at this hotel room in Dallas, showing me on the big screen TV up on the wall that that not only was there data there, but it was data from the elections, from poll chief. It had, um, we, I was able to see um, uh, approximately 96,000 um, um, p- names from poll work, uh, sort of poll worker names, poll manager names, that kind of thing, just in LA County. 
Um, uh, but as we went further into it, there were a lot of other counties, a lot of other poll workers, a lot of other poll managers, but it also had inside of it um, the schematics of the buildings. Um, in a couple of cases, it had the, um, you know, on the same server, had the um, um, the ballot, bun- the, the bundles of ballots and their serial numbers. Um, it had the machines that were there, uh, like in, in Pittsburgh or in uh, Allegheny County, it, it showed the ES&S machines as well as the serial numbers that go with the machines. So really, it was tailor-made for um, for really, really, if you were going to cheat somebody or you were going to cheat an election, this, this, this really had all of the elements and all of the tool set that one would need to actually cheat. Um, in a couple of cases, we found that there were actual connections to the state's voting record. So I'll just use Allegheny County again since I was talking about it. Um, the poll chief connections were directly to the entire Pennsylvania voting records. Yeah, all of them. And you think about that and you sort of contemplate, yeah, well, so what? Well, it's a lot more than so what because we all know what happened after that. And um, so we dug and dug and dug, um, spent the entire night going through it all. Uh, I left, uh, hardly even slept that night or maybe didn't sleep, don't really recall. Uh, drove down to Houston, uh, got Catherine to meet me, and we spent uh, the next uh, few hours trying to decide what we were going to do, what we decided to do. Uh, because this had national security implications, because there was PII stored in a, in a, in, in a foreign, foreign servers, and that all of this information really pointed to a crime of, of some epic, epic proportion, uh, include violations of the National Security Act, a violation of, uh, you remember Obama made um, elections critical infrastructure, so this was actually three or four separate violations of the critical infrastructure rules and laws that DHS was was supposed to be be um, uh, implementing. So what we decided to do um, was to take all of all of the the information that we had um, and take it to the FBI. So we did. We set up a meeting with the FBI, the intelligence community division at the FBI is made up of uh, men and women that are, are their job is to surface data um, that may that may be needed by other elements of the intelligence community. So there are 17 different agencies that are part of the intelligence community in the United States. You know, the Department of Defense, DHS, uh, the FBI, et cetera, et cetera, and it goes on and on. So we took this to the intelligence community representatives at the FBI, gave it to them, um, and uh, uh, a month or two later, uh, we get a call from the counterintelligence division at the FBI wanting to have some conversation about all of this. Um, at that point, they had already procured the data themselves um, from another source, um, so they had what we had. And uh, and for the next uh, 15 months or so, we worked with the FBI and the counterintelligence division of the FBI uh, on um, trying to uncover um, more information. We shared information about different um, uh, companies but, that were But at the end of the in, day, Greg, they China. just used you guys, and they basically betrayed you, siding with the communist Chinese and the United States leaders who – probably knew about this from the beginning and didn't care. Their goal was to vet all that you knew and then eventually prosecute you, right? Yeah. And uh, so we got a call, Catherine got a call um, about mid-April of 2022 saying, hey, um, 
we tried to take this to the all this information has been gathered over 15 months with these these counterintelligence operators from the bureau uh took it to dc to some people you know higher ups at doj or in in the fbi i'm not sure which um and they basically were told to go advise conic that we had infiltrated their system and that we had stolen three servers from the chinese internet um to which I laughed and said, but that's not how you do the internet. I didn't say what the internet is. You can't steal the Chinese internet. Um, but they were serious about it and, um, and ended up telling Catherine that we needed to uh, press the nuclear button. And what that was, was the pit. So we had this meeting called the pit. We got every a whole 180 researchers from around America together and said, here's what we have. Go find, go find what you can find. And, uh, dutifully and, and, um, you know, for the, for the sake of freedom in the country, um, uh, quite a number of these people really dug in and really found some really, really, really fascinating and interesting information that went beyond even what we had been involved with and that we knew about. We then took that data, um, and uh, had um, you know, really at that point, I mean, it was public, but we had a great deal of information. The L.A. County uh, DA's office got involved, uh, communicated with us, and uh, I went. I was asked to come out to L.A. to um, speak to the grand jury um, uh, that was soon to indict Connick, uh, which they did. Uh, a day or two before that, they threw to Connick threw together a lawsuit, a federal lawsuit, a defamation lawsuit, accusing us of hacking their U.S. systems and then having, you know, taking Ill illegal control over this, this private, this uh, PII, this uh, public, uh, private, the private, what are PIIs, uh, private identifying information or something, I can't remember. But in any case, um, and and that's what ended up putting us in jail, that suit. So they asked for an ex parte TRO. We didn't know anything about it. I was actually out in California when we were notified of the TRO, um, an ex parte TRO. And uh, we went back and forth, back and forth. And what they really By the way, wanted, personable, they said that personal identifiable information, PII. There you go. Yeah, I knew I'd get it. You'd get it right for me, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so uh, and so while I'm out testifying in um, in a, a, a grand jury about Eugene Yu and about Connick in um, uh, uh, in the fall of last year, um, they were filing a defamation suit against me and Catherine uh, for the same stuff, um, lying about it. And so they got this ex parte TRO done. We didn't know anything about it until we were served the day. In fact, the day I was testifying, we, our lawyers were served uh, with this. And uh, the judge just, he wasn't going to have it. He got us in there and um, he, he ordered me specifically to give the name of the two people that were in the room that night when I learned about all of this. Um, and because of who they were and they were, they were confidential informants for the Bureau themselves, I flat out refused to, to give it to them. They just didn't need it. It was irrelevant. They didn't have the data. The, the FBI had all the data that, that they had. Uh, it was downloaded by them and given to the Bureau. Um, well, and this and, just um, smacks some more evidence that their intent is not to support the truth and expose the fraud and criminal right. activity. Their goal is to literally use that then to create gag orders, shut everybody down, and put fear and intimidation into everyone involved, and shut the whole discussion down, right? 
Yeah, while while I was uh, out of town, the uh, judge um, got our lawyers into the courtroom, and uh, one of the names, it's a little confusing, but one of the names was given to the judge under seal, said, hey, this is a confidential informant for the Bureau. You know, we don't have any authority to, to give this name up. Um, and so we gave it to him under seal. Well, our lawyers get in there and, and you know, I had never even thought that this, this could possibly happen. And um, and the judge ordered this one particular individual's name to be read out loud and, and ordered our lawyers to do it. And they said, but judge, we gave it to you under seal. He said he didn't care. And uh, so they read this person's name. This is a, a man with a, a wife, a young child, uh, and literally are still in hiding. These people are still in hiding. So by the time it came around to Catherine and I on the stand during the TRO hearing, and again, we hadn't had it, we hadn't had an evidentiary hearing yet. Um, by the time we got into into that courtroom, the judges said, "You're going to give me that other name." And remember, he had already forced the the first person's name to be read by our by our attorneys. Um, and, uh, he said, you're going to give me that name. And I said, no, sir, I'm not. And, and he said, well, then I'm going to find you in contempt of court and put you both in jail. And you know, I'm like, wait, Catherine's is hearsay at best, right? I mean, she, she wasn't even in the meeting. She, she knew from me who might've been in there, but you know, she just, she didn't have any direct knowledge of, of who was in there. And, uh, so that following morning on Halloween morning, we were, uh, we were, uh, cuffed and chains around our waist, chains around our ankles. I was strip searched. Uh, we were, we were uh, transported to a, a medium security prison um, that is um, uh, contracted for by ICE, uh, by DHS for all of the, um, uh, the uh, gangs and bad guys. So think about this, ladies and gentlemen, the government is literally throwing Greg and Catherine in jail for discovering that the communist Chinese are involved in our elections with evidence and proof via technical details and data the government literally works with greg and Catherine for 15 plus months then betrays them turns on them literally then um throws them in jail folks and arrested and and meanwhile sam eugene eugene you himself was arrested they uh the los angeles county da got a true bill on the indictment and and went up to um, Michigan, arrested the guy extradited on his way him. to the airport, extradited him on his way to the airport, by the way, without his phone and without his bags or anything. He was just leaving. Uh, he says he was coming to Houston to testify in our case, but, you know, who knows? Yes, he was um, right on to Houston, yeah. a.k.a. China. Is kind of, well, the second <laughs> flight didn't make it, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, they have layovers, and, well, boy, yeah. howdy, right? And so um, – so they took him out to L.A., um, but they also had uh, 20 or so different officers from uh, both the LADA's office and their investigators, as well as some folks from Michigan. And they confiscated, I think, I can't even remember the number. It's something like 200 different disks and storage uh, uh, storage disks of some type. Uh, took it out to L.A., put it into an evidence locker. And L.A. has a little bit. This is where it got a little confusing. L.A. Had, has a little bit of a quirk. Uh, in there in or California does that that if you have that much evidence you have to have been through it all you have to have opened it all up and remember there's passwords there's all kinds of other things on this stuff um, uh, before you can um, before you can press forward with a trial so what the judge did was he dismissed that particular indictment 
but be, but continued to work with the LADA's office and other technologists to try to get all this data opened up. Um, they ended up pricing the cost of doing it at, I don't know, a hundred thousand dollars or $300,000 or something. And the state and the County of LA said they didn't have the money. So, uh, you know, if they were, a, if they were a state, they'd have the 10th largest budget in America, but they didn't have the money for, um, uh, uh, yeah, to, they spend more money on their Christmas party, tests. people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, the good news is the judge seems, I mean, he's pushed off this, this hearing again and again and again. In fact, I think there's another one tomorrow. Um, and um, he's pushed off this hearing again and again and again. But here's the truth. What's in that evidence locker is exculpatory to us. It's the proof of every single thing that we've said and every single thing that we've said is 100% accurate, 100% true. Meanwhile, back in, back in Houston, there's a big dust up over whether we get to look at what's in that evidence locker as well. And, and the judge ordered that we had the right to review what was in that evidence locker. So there's a big bunch going on back and forth between that. But better than that, there were two filings made by us. Um, there was a, a, former employee in Australia, a former employee in Michigan, who said, who both in their own words said that all of this data, all of the programmers, all of it was in China. They named Eugene Yu's nephew, they named Eugene Yu's brother uh, as being the, the kind of the masterminds on the Chinese side. So all of the data and all of the things that we've said, Sam, and Sheriff Mack are 100% true. There's evidence of it, and there is now testimony, sworn testimony, that it's factual. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted the story to be told concisely, the whole story, because we've always got bits and pieces. Now you get it all. Greg Phillips with us, the good sheriff, and Sam Bushman. This is the one and only Sheriff Mack Show. In recent years, the world has only become increasingly more chaotic and uncertain. Disruptions to the supply chain have resulted in global food shortages, making it difficult for us to access the very resources we need to live in a functioning society. That's why it is now more important than ever to be prepared for the unexpected. Here at Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, we've made it our mission to help you and your loved ones be prepared for any emergency which is why we are dedicated to bringing you a wide selection of ultra-clean and lab-verified superfoods, supplements, preparedness items, and other health products. So support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick 
which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages, or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name, and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration, and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bivy Sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. Live on the Sheriff Max Show, Greg Phillips with us. TruthVote.org, ladies and gentlemen. So their Connick's story has become real in multiple ways. Lawsuits are flying left and right, uh, to say the least. Greg, I got a, a couple of quick questions for you to wrap this section up, and then I want to move to greater discoveries that we've found since we last talked. Really quick, then, with your lawsuits, then is LA just there to bottle it up and make sure that nobody gets the information, or are they for real? We think they're for real. Um, now, there's obviously some political uh, challenges. Um, our experience with their investigators and our experience with their, um, I'll call them the assistant DAs, um, I don't know what their exact titles are, but these people were, were legit. They came to us. They pursued it. Uh, they investigated it. They went up there. They confiscated the information. Um, and, uh, you know, our understanding is there's a lot of political, you know, things going on back and forth. Um, but I think Connex and UGU and others have, have authority over them to where they'll just be shut down even at the local level? Because this goes all the way up to the FBI to the Communist Chinese Party, right? Well, the good news is we have a, a our, the judge, the original judge that threw us in jail in Houston, uh, was had, uh, we asked for him to recuse himself, and he ultimately did. Um, so there is a federal judge in Houston that now has uh, control of our defamation case. Um, and we have enormous confidence that this judge is going to be fair. Um, we don't feel like we were being treated fairly previously. But now that we have this judge, we think we have a, a good fair shot and a good opportunity. And because this is in federal court, even though this isn't a criminal court, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities here now to to take a look at all of that data. And, and uh, he's made the order to preserve and, and the order um, for us to have an opportunity to review before they do. Even if L.A. does give it back to Eugenia, um, look, they have so much data out there. If there is justice in California and in L.A. County, he'll he'll go to jail for this. There's no, All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Discovery is, discovery is the quintessential uh, reality here. How much will we get in discovery? How much information will come out versus be gagged, etc.? TrueTheVote.org at the center of it all. Speaking of people at the center of it all, by the way, Joe Hoft, 
thegatewaypundit.com and others have been doing some tremendous research as well. Remember, they unleashed the diggers. Uh, I don't know if you want to call that cracking, but there you go. Um, a new election dis- uh, system is discovered. It's used in multiple states. It's internet connected. It's uncertified, or not certified, uncertified. It's accessible to numerous government agencies and outside entities. Okay, it's called B Pro. And according to the B Pro website, it's called Total Vote. It's a centralized voter registration and election management system that securely, quote, captures and manages voter, candidate, and all election information. It is the only software system that encompasses the entire election process into one single system. Okay? They discovered that New Mexico, now New Mexico officials and Hawaiian officials are working on this, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't comply with election laws. Um, and I guess it's in all 33 New Mexico counties, and now it's in multiple states. The Gateway Pundit highlights now that BPRO's total vote system, used in multiple states now in the U.S., allows the installation of plugins, if you will. That's software that can just kind of be installed in addition to the core. But plugins can be now used to manipulate election data. Joe Kovacs with more on this. Um, the question is, are these parallel reality investigations now, Greg? Well, as I, as I started uh, uh, this earlier, there, there are dozens of free or near-free softwares that are involved uh, in, in America's systems. I mean, there's something called Vote Shield, for example. Um, Vote Shield is designed to, um, ironically, to help, um, help keep uh, the voter rolls, you know, free, clean, and safe. Um, and uh, it was developed by Facebook's people. Um, and given out through guess who CTCL um, uh, to these uh, various uh, states and and uh, when you con- it's interesting when you they advertised or they may have taken it down by now but they used to advertise that they were in all sorts of states like like um, uh, Texas and others and when we contacted the Texas Secretary of State they disavowed any knowledge of vote shield which brings up a whole another a whole another topic so. What's happening to all of these softwares that that are being given away and and not um, um, uh, uh, really monitored, certified, or anything else? That said, um, we know through our our work on Conic that there are lots of other connections to lots of other types of softwares, including that one. Um, but there are others, some really well known softwares. Um, in fact. Uh, um, um, there's there's some connections to a a, a software over in Spain, um, and the person running who is Conic CTO uh, was at minimum a former employee of this particular software, and they had handshake agreements uh, behind the scenes uh, with, with no password handshakes where they could hand information from one to the other. So we're still working on uncovering some of these things, and you know whether it's now, China or Greg, Spain. Let me, or interrupt, or let, let me interrupt real quick. Uh, remind the people exactly who and what Conic is. I think we passed over. Conic is a too late. Yeah, 
We did, and I do that so often. Thank you, Sheriff Mack. Yeah, I, Conic is a U, a Michigan-based company in a little town called Okinos, Michigan. Uh, it's adjacent or near East Lansing. Uh, they had offices um, uh, both uh, adjacent to um, um, uh, Michigan State uh, as well as uh, several other offices uh, out a little bit further away from town. Uh, it is uh, run by one person a former Chinese national, now a naturalized U.S. citizen, a guy named Eugene Yu. Uh, Eugene Yu's family, that's not his real name, but it's Jin Wah, I think is his real first name. Eugene's his Americanized name. Um, but Eugene's um, family uh, is all, they're all from China. Uh, his wife and, and others, um, his brother uh, still lives there. His, his uh, nephew still lives there. Um, he's got all, all of his people still live there. And furthermore, I think what's most important is that they don't just run software in the United States. And this is critically important on the same server that we identified that night in that hotel room in Dallas, the same exact server, the same IP address, the main CCP elections are run from that server. So the same systems that are running in Detroit and running in LA and running in communities and counties all over America are also running the Chinese elections. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of websites and posts where Eugene Yu pledges his um, undying loyalty to the party. Um, and it's, as, as they say in China, it's party first, meaning the red Chinese first, the sure. CCP first. And um, and it's really startling when you as you get into it, and you start reading, you know, all of the things that that we've been so stupid and so lax. Sheriff, what, what, one of the things I, and I, I always forget this, but it's one of the most startling things of all. When when they came to America, they came to America with a system. Uh, it wasn't even Eugene Yu. It was another another character, another Chinese guy. Um, they came to America with systems that run K through 12 software. They, they have systems that run um, uh, uh, the UACAVA, the, the military voting. They had a, one of their first big contracts they received back in the early 2010s uh, was a massive contract for the Department of Defense to do military UACAVA voting. How could, how could this be? Think about it. Our guys are fighting the bad guys in caves and and are going and, and voting and it's being routed through China. What? This doesn't even make sense. How could this even be? And this company's been allowed to infiltrate governments and, and election systems all, all over America. Some of the I think LA County is the biggest voting block in America. And Connick runs it and all of that data is stored in China. It's, it's unbelievable. Now, the parallel system it's, it's is called Deep Pro, ladies and gentlemen, and it's supposed to be a U.S. company as well, but I'm not so sure that we know that either, Greg. Deep um, Pro, we've, according we've to their website, in, they make you believe it's an American company, but we got to dig in and find out about this. Well, that's that's just the point, right? I mean, you know, they, the reason we have six lawsuits against us right now, six, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to bankrupt us. It's a race against time and us. 
as we continue to find things and as we continue to uncover, and now we've uncovered what they were doing in Australia and Queensland. Uh, now we've uncovered what they're doing in Canada. Now we've uncovered what they're doing in jurisdictions all over America. This is a race against time. They're trying to bankrupt us. They're trying to keep us from exposing anything else. This is going to blow the entire sort of software thing up, not because they're involved in all of it, but because this model, like with this new company, with, uh, you know, with other companies that are involved here. And what's this about Vote Shield? Don't we all deserve to know more about a software that's been given to states to take care of their voter rolls? And, and then when states are now states are firing Eric, which is another one of the companies, the states are firing them, but they're hiring um, uh, Salesforce. Well, Salesforce.com and, and the CEO of Salesforce is a communist. I mean, the guy's the guy, he supports no all question. manner of things. I mean, well, no so question. Go, so here's the detail. Right, on this deep, deep, down, deep, deep down. Don't you want to go to court with Connick though, and prove where you got all your evidence them, them suing you actually opens the door for you and, and Catherine, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And, you know, they're suing us about the movie now. They're suing us about, um, if the judges are honest and if you get real discovery, I agree. Greg, if the judges are honest and if you get real discovery, I agree. Yeah, discovery's our friend, guys. I mean, we, we, we we're comfortable and as as um, um, as uncomfortable as it was for us in going to jail, it in some ways opened the doors to to the possibility that maybe there will be real discovery under the civil rules of evidence. Um, in federal court that give us an opportunity to expose all of this and blow this up once and for all. But I think, I think Sam, you made a really good point. America deserves to know whatever software it is that's running all of these things. Right. I mean, we, we know that there are all sorts of connections. There are all sorts of softwares, all sorts of connections, all sorts of plugins, all sorts of, you know, these handshake, no password agreements between different systems. And if, if that's true, or if it's not true, America deserves to know. We yes, but it's true. So listen to this, to though. Sh- this South Dakota company called BPRO gifted their total vote software to the state of New Mexico in exchange for a series of what would turn out to be very lucrative sole source Contracts. Now that's interesting wording. Sole source. There's nobody else even to bid on these things. Sole source contracts to develop a quote customized interface between the they call them SOS clerks and total vote that they call Iris. And Iris uh, runs the service for statewide elections. And the Envoter Integrity System back in 2017. This proves what you're saying. They literally give the software away, but on the back end, they make a ton of money. Meanwhile, they literally take over elections and guarantee they're not secure, Greg. You know, it's truly unbelievable. I'll add another little tidbit of info to, info, uh, to this conversation. On October 13th of 2020, during the election and during early voting, Eugene Yu and Connick received two contracts, two that we know of, one in Detroit and one in Los Angeles, total of about two and a half million dollars, three weeks before the election, 
during early voting. One of the contracts, at least one of the one of the two, I can't remember if the other one does or not, had something in there for 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 early ballot or or fast ballot counting software. Like what? What what is that? And how can you inst- you couldn't install Microsoft Word on a computer in a state during an election and have it be legal? And but yet they're installing counting software to speed up the process during the election. Oh, and guess where the money came from? Guess where the two and a half million came from? Zuckerberg, CTCO. So oh, Zuckerberg gives the money. Zuckerberg gives the money to the state or to the county. The county gives it to Eugene U. And what happened to it? Was the software ever implemented? They say in one of our cases that, that they don't even know what fast ballot counting software is. So what did they get paid two and a half million dollars for during the election? Well, why do you need to know it, what it, it just, is to spend money on it and convert uh, pervert elections? You don't need to know what it is, Greg. Yeah, well, yeah, silly me, right? We don't even know yeah, what the word America, is, is, do we? <laughs> yeah, America deserves to know, man. I mean, it's it's, it's an imperative that America understand this. Here's the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen. We know what's happening. Um, Americans must demand that their election data be held entirely within their counties as the law requires. The only way to get that done with certainty, you'll never have 100% certainty, but the best certainty we can get is paper ballots, Greg. I'm with you. Look, I mean, I I hate to even admit it, but let's, you know, until we get this thing figured out, we need to go back to paper ballots one day of voting. I don't care if they make it a national holiday. Um, let, Let people go vote. Anybody that wants to go vote can go vote on election day in person. Um, you know, we make accommodations for, you know, for the infirmed or the, or the you know, uh, seriously disabled who can't, who can't travel. Absolutely. Um, and we, we, yeah. we make all those accommodations. We, we, we're ensuring that, you know, the disabled people and, and elderly are able to vote. And there are no troubles with that. We're ensuring that military ballots are, are collected and counted and appropriately um, um, uh, made part of the system. And we do it on time. But for the vast majority of all ballots cast, we, people should be going down and go old school with this. We'd be able to do this just like you know all the places like France, right? I mean, they're having a revolution over there, and and they can figure out how to do a how to do an election and get it all counted up and done, you know, by ten o'clock at night. And you know, it takes us you know six weeks with a bunch of computers and a bunch of lies and a bunch of a bunch of nonsense being told. Stop all this this mass mail in voting. Stop it. Clean up the voter rolls, vote on, for on one day. Everybody gets off. Everybody gets to go vote. We, you know, man, in places like Mexico, I mean, one would think, oh, Mexico. I mean, you know, who and who who does know, right? I mean, they, they probably have their own problems. But in Mexico, it's considered an honor to work in the polls, and people are selected to work in the polls by lottery. Here in America, we have to beg conservatives and and people on our side to go out and work in the polls. And, you know, there's just a lot of things that have to happen. But you set up a single day voting in in person with paper and then have, you know, bipartisan teams, you know, watching this and counting. I'm talking about old school stuff like it was back in the back when I was younger and um, and we, and everything will be fine. Uh, we got to get these voter rolls clean, though. We got to stop using these these nonsense softwares that are that are being given away. 
Uh, we've got to get the CCP out of our elections. We've got to get foreign entities in aggregate out of our elections. Whether they're our enemies or not is, is you know, in my view, irrelevant. We've got to get foreign governments out of these elections. And I um, agree, Greg, but the foreign governments have about. infiltrated every single aspect of our society, from your grade schools to your government offices to elections. We'll talk about this next hour, Sheriff, but it's they've infiltrated everything. Uh, yeah, they have. And, and Greg, the, the information that you've got is so humongous. I mean, uh, what's the, I, I mean, really, I think you told us in one meeting, why don't you tell all the viewers how much evidence you really have about all of this? How, how much does it fill in megabytes? Well, okay. So we have, um, we have close to a petabyte of data, which is uh, a, a thousand terabytes. Um, uh, and it's just a tremendous amount of data. I mean, <laughs> sometimes when I think about it, I mean, I'm old enough to remember, you know, you get a 256K uh, uh, gateway computer and you were pretty happy with it, right? Um, and uh, and mm -hmm. these days it's like, um, you know, you can put, I can, I can I have a hundred <laughs> terabytes worth of disks in my back, in my briefcase that I carry around with me full of information, a hundred terabytes. And I um, remember when they used to tell us you'll never right? need more than 64K, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly <laughs> right. You know, it used to be a terabyte when I, when I first, uh, when I first, I was working for the governor of Mississippi and, and uh, we had this, this giant system, right? And it was this huge lifted floor system that held five terabytes of information. And, um, and I, I look at it now, you know, I've got, I've got that in, in uh, a half a disc in my backpack. And, um, <laughs> You know, just it's just amazing amount how much is there, but it's an incredible amount of information. We still have all the video. We still have, um, you know, a chasm of, of information and data. Um, we're pushing it out. We're pushing it out little by little. We're about to relaunch a site that we ran a beta on called Open Inc. Open .inc. Um, that people can go in and we're going to load everything up. We're going to create a searchable engine. Um, so, or we have created it. Uh, we're just cleaning it up right now where people can go in and look for all sorts of information, Sheriff, from your case, from, you know, interesting cases about conservatives that are hard to find. There, there are election integrity cases that, that you try to search on, uh, Hooper v. Alabama, um, which was a case that, uh, I was involved in back years ago. And we were looking for it because it was salient. The Supreme Court ruled that whatever the law is on election day is the law. And if it requires signatures, signatures are required. That's just the way it is. And whether you like it or not, or lawyers like it or not, it doesn't matter. We went looking for this. I was involved in this case. Judge Hooper was my mentor. And we went looking for all the info and couldn't find it. And you can't find it on Google. You have to go and dig and dig and dig and find it in hard copies. We're going to scan all that type of data and um, and otherwise procure it and move it up onto open ink. So we're, we're trying to create some transparent mechanisms to to open the doors to Americans and allow people to, to just go in at their own leisure and search and find find the data they need to support their opinions. Ladies so Greg, and gentlemen, I know you feel like we're work. doing nothing regarding this, but we're doing everything we can. It's just so mammoth and so yeah. difficult to get information Money is key. Time is key. There's only a few of us that have the guts to really get after it. Thanks, Greg Phillips. TrueTheVote.org. God save the republic.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, man, Greg Phillips, great guest, doing a phenomenal job, truthavote.org. Folks, I know it feels like we're not getting a lot done on the selection stuff, and I know it feels like, hey, man, we're just spinning our wheels, and you guys announced back in July you're really going to get something done, and, man, nothing's been happening. My response to that is it isn't true. A lot's been happening. It's very slow. Funding is a premium. We need funding to really work on more of this. Staff. Uh, is really in question. We just need more people, more hands, more time, <clears throat> more money. Remember, we're up against the communist Chinese and your government, FBI, and Justice Department people. Okay, but now there's an election system discovered in New Mexico and Hawaii and in multiple states. It's called BPRO is the company. <clears throat> and according to their website, Total Vote is basically an end-to-end voting system that controls everything. Well, election experts in New Mexico now have discovered <clears throat> that the uh, system is all tied together. <clears throat> and they, this pro or B pro company <clears throat> gifted their software to the state of New Mexico in exchange for a series of seriously lucrative contracts, millions of dollars. And the bottom line is this B pro, it's called the service program, is internet connected uncertified and accessible by literally all county clerks the SOS office the Department of Motor Vehicles and potentially others such as Eric 
That's according to the BPRO contracts that have been reviewed. BPRO's total vote software allows the installation of plugins that let you backdate election data, Sheriff. Election experts in Hawaii now have discovered they can backdate election records. That's not all it can do. But think about that, Sheriff Mack. What on earth? This information Greg and those guys have opened, this can, if you will, has um, multiple. How come no one's talking about BPRO software but the Gateway Pundit and us? Nobody that I know of. Yeah, Sam, that's that's right. And right now we're uh, CSPOA, you, me, and CSPOA are partnering with True the Vote, uh, trying to get this information out to everybody, writing a book, a manual, if you will, uh, explaining all of this. So people who aren't computer experts like myself can still get involved and sheriffs can start investigating uh, all of this. It's so widespread i want to say that word the new word you know for the last couple of years anyway ubiquitous it, it is so uh humongous and saturated with all this that the information that catherine and greg specifically have gathered uh, you know fills uh thousands and thousands of megabytes and uh and they can they can bring it down and focus to one little thing and that's why I was enthralled with everything Greg had to say today. Um, the work that it, that they've done, the risk they have taken, uh, their personal lives and personal uh, well-being uh, has been uh, put out, out there. Uh, and it's, the again, the risk they're taking and the courage they're showing uh, has been amazing. And this, this Sam, is, uh, has got to stop. And, and the propaganda... A machine behind it to support it with, with people saying that uh, uh, it's such a lie and the, and the, the election deniers you know uh, and oh the conspiracy theories look at the evidence and you'll find out right, it is me, not a theory let me give you this evidence if you go to bpro.com ladies and gentlemen that's the letter b is in bravo pro.com you can learn about their total vote software this company has yeah. been in existence since 1985 and they say they encompass the entire election system process into one system, and they have on-premise and cloud-based offerings. Yeah, just think about having that. You know, you can get your software as a service. You can have your voting in the cloud, Sheriff. And it's not internet-connected, remember? The, the stupidity of these people is astonishing. Yeah, all methods of online and offline voter registration. They support all methods. They're not connected to the Internet, they lie. But now they literally advertise, hey, we've got cloud systems. Our total vote software supports online and offline. Wow, campaign finance and everything. Total vote solutions, baby. It's nuts. God save the republic. Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. 
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for March 28th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property. To promote God, family, and country. Man, have we got a road to hoe, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, look, I've been looking up this B-Pro system, total vote. And there's hardly any stories about it. Okay, where's the mainstream press? <laughs> I'm not seeing anything on this. It is a shame, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not seeing much on the next story either. I told you we were going to talk two hours about the communist Chinese. Let's get it done. Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful, and I mean beautiful, Arizona Tuesday morning. Thanks for having me, and and i got to say, Sam, that Bright Young first hour was absolutely an amazing Sheriff Mack show today. Uh, the information Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht have through the vote, the work they've done, uh, is just absolutely astonishing. Love it. You know the the huge fight in America to stop them and to cover up the election fraud in this country has been the, one of the most astonishing and powerful things I think I've ever seen uh, of complete and utter corruption. Yeah, it's hard to tell if the uh, global dishonest lies about the pandemic and the government shutdown over that. Or uh, if this election fraud is a bigger issue, man, they tie uh, in modern times, that's for sure. But now it gets worse because China using Mormon church to influence U.S. politics, investigation fines. That's the Associated Press, sir. You want to respond to this first? Yes, I saw that article. I, I, I'm still kind of amazed uh, this is the first sentence of the article. China allegedly fostered connections in Utah, some by way of the Mormon Church, the nickname for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, and I don't mind people saying because the, the, name, the full name is just too long, and Mormon is really what we're known as. But anyway, in order to influence U.S. affairs, according to a new report of put out by uh, Newsweek, I believe, uh, Associated Press, and it, there was something also in Newsweek, I believe. Uh, this this is really astonishing, um, and, and a lot of people say that the uh, LDS Church and Mormon Church has moved left on so many different issues, and it, it really appears that they are uh, really chummy with China uh, to promote their worldwide uh church affiliations and, and membership. Uh, I, I guess that's the only purpose, but the church did not respond, uh, I guess, to this yet. They said that they reached out to him, but uh, that the... Um, yeah, no real was, response. Uh, the next headline related to this, because it's not just the Mormon church, by the way. No. And I don't make any excuses for the Mormon church on this. Yes, I'm a member of that church. I don't speak for the church. I just have my own opinions. I don't know what's going on with that, but I am not comfortable. 
I can tell you that. The reason that I'm hesitant is because I'm not privy to any of the real details. I don't trust the Associated Press very much either. So when you don't trust the Associated Press and you get this, you kind of want to reserve judgment and details. But here's the next headline to just heighten the concern. It says this, Utah elementary schools and lawmakers have now established close ties with the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, in recent years. That's according to an investigation from the Associated Press. Now, it's interesting. The CCP has reportedly worked through multiple individuals to uh, basically tie Utah's school system from grade school all the way up to the Communist Chinese. Grade school, Sheriff? Of course I am. You know, what did Hitler say about that? Give me your child when he's three and he's nine the rest of his life. The the propaganda schemes seem to really be uh, very effective. The brainwashing uh, schemes in our school systems uh, have been very successful. Uh, There was a poll out yesterday, just in the last 20, 25 years, Sam, that uh, young people have been polled and and asked uh, about the importance of patriotism, uh, about the importance of uh, tolerance and, and accepting people with views other than your own. And, and that has dropped uh, exponentially uh, just the last 25 years. But drastically, Sam, you're talking about 30, 40 points difference now from just 25 years ago. And my wife and I looked at each other when we saw that poll and we said, at the same time, that's a direct result of the brainwashing and propaganda schemes in our school systems. And there's no and question. That, so here's what that it says. Is where they take their foothold. Listen to this. It says that they've uh, infiltrated and worked with several individuals from grade school to graduate school. Of course. This, the CCP they, also influenced decisions made by Utah lawmakers. Yeah. Think about that now to influence decisions made by lawmakers. Well, we've all known about the communist effect going on in America. And if they can get a foothold in one of one of the most, if not the most conservative states in the United States, of all 50 states, uh, Utah uh, has been and and maybe not now, but has been the most conservative in the entire country. If they can, if the CCP, if the Communist Party can get a foothold in Utah, then they can be uh, just that more successful throughout the entire country. Anywhere. So listen to this. In March 2020, fourth grade students at a place called Cascade Elementary School in Orem, Utah, sent what's called Lunar New Year greeting cards to General Secretary Xi Jinping, some of which addressed the communist autocrat as Grandpa. (laughs) Grandpa Xi, according to the AP report, citing (laughs) Chinese state media as celebrating the information. Now, this thug, literally, this communist Chinese thug, wrote the students back. Yeah. 
This guy's busy every single day, but he found time to read the children's notes from America. This is an exceptional honor for, your, honor for our school. Believe it or not, the principal is quoted as saying, and it turns out even worse because Cascade's Chinese language program is a participant in Utah's dual language emergent, emergence program that was championed by all these government officials. Now it turns out that, hey, this thug replies to the fourth graders. Then that was shared with the Utah government and business leader, Sheriff, that, hey, this fourth grade class sent a note to this communist leader. Communist leader wrote back. Everybody's celebrating. And now that was shared with government and business leaders, according to the Communist Chinese Party News. So the problem is with this investigation is it's not just the AP making stuff up. They're documenting what's in the Chinese news and then bringing it back to what the principal and the teachers and government business leaders are saying. The only one silent on this, really, as far as I can tell, is the Mormon church. Nobody else too silent. They're proud of it, Sheriff. Yeah, that's what's uh, really disturbing uh, about all of this. Uh, it used to be that America and uh, the Mormon church was uh, very much against communism. Uh, and, and now we're, we're uh, compromising so that we can be <clears throat> more tolerant uh, of the views against us. But the, the other side is never tolerant. Uh, and uh, in the past, of course, uh, the Mormon church has received a great deal of rancor and criticism uh, from the left because of, uh, well, once upon a time, we, we practiced polygamy. Uh, and once upon a time, uh, blacks were not uh, in the same standing as whites in the church, and and the church got a lot of grief from that, and and perhaps rightfully so, uh, even though it was part of our our doctrine. But um, there, it's it's astonishing how it has evolved uh, to this, and that we're not pointing out the dangers. Uh, that communism and socialism present to what our church has believed is our foundation, and that is agency, that we choose for ourselves, that we run our own lives. And the government, our government, our constitution, was designed to do and protect just that. And that's what, that's what really bothers me about all of this, is the constitution is now taking a, a back burner position to all of this other political positioning with the CCP. The Communist Chinese Party in bed with everybody in Utah from a leadership point of view is the problem. What does that mean for your state? Do you think Utah's just singled out as the bad apple? Not the big apple, the bad apple, right? Is that right or is it everywhere? Sheriff Mack responds in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live.
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com fighting for the soul of liberty and true pursuit of happiness for everyone. Freedom Fest 2023 is coming to the home of the blues and birthplace of rock and roll, Memphis, Tennessee, July 12th through 15th. It's the ultimate summit for liberty, educating and empowering through art, music, film, and comedy while promoting economic freedom and highlighting today's political issues. Use promo code ROUND50 to save 50 bucks off the current rate. Reserve your spot at freedomfest.com. See you in Memphis. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Richard Mack, do you think Utah's just the bad apple and the nation's good, or do you think this is true literally everywhere? It just got exposed in Utah first. Uh, I think it's everywhere. I think they they would really uh, have a feather in their cap if they got some footing in Utah, obviously. Uh, but the article says uh, Utah is an important foothold. That's a quote from a uh, a retired FBI counterintelligence officer. Uh, by the name of Montoya. Uh, if the Chinese can succeed in Salt Lake City, they can also also make it in New York and elsewhere. Well, they're already in New York. Uh, I mean, they've got all sorts of stuff going on in New York. But what this is... Yeah, they is, even have is communist that, Chinese police stations in New York now, Sheriff. Of course, they do. Uh, so, uh, but this is an important foothold for them, and Montoya is correct about that. And... I'm I'm really disappointed that the church hasn't come out and tried to disavow some of this or make a statement about it, but remaining silent uh, doesn't help that with this at all. It just increases speculation. That's part of the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let me kind of articulate this. I think this is really critical. So in the last month and a half, we've learned that Arizona is controlled by the cartels. We did a show on that in great detail. There was a lady who testified uh, about that evidence, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what's worse than the communist Chinese control or the cartels control? Who are you more concerned with? Sheriff? Um, well, both are quite astonishing, but 
I'm telling you right now, uh, the CCP, China, has uh, and is winning, especially under the Biden administration, um, who, uh, in all reality, uh, probably got, uh, not probably, CCP was instrumental in getting uh, Biden elected uh, and not from uh, campaigning for him, but through election fraud. Uh, And so uh, I would say that what's coming true is that China has understood this now for decades, that a hot war, an all-out war with the United States would not be a good idea and probably not successful. So what they have done is they want to fulfill the the prophecy from uh, Abraham Lincoln that if we're going to be destroyed, it will be from within. And they are orchestrating this destruction of America from within, and it is working uh, very successfully. But, Sheriff, how could Utah officials, from a government level all the way down to a fourth-grade Chinese dual language, I don't know what you want to say, teacher, how could they all be so deceived as to go for this kind of stuff? I mean, what on earth is in their minds? I can tell you, I'm just a redneck and a a talk show host, but, man, I can figure out that this is disaster on steroids in an instant. Sheriff, everything they stand for is against our Constitution. But look at the brainwashing. Controlled by the Communist Chinese is the tenth plank of the Communist Manifesto for crying out loud. Of course. Well, they don't train. uh, They don't teach the Communist Manifesto in schools. They don't uh, talk about the dangers of communism. Uh, So the teachers have been brainwashed by the NEA and and by all these leftist. organizations uh, like Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, the hate group itself uh, claims to be watching hate groups and and they're the biggest hate group in America. They hate our constitution and they hate our founding fathers and they hate the second amendment. And and, uh, so that's spelling disaster right there. They send their Intel magazine to every school in America. And uh, I got it when I worked at Heritage Academy. Um, The propaganda and the brainwashing of our teachers has been happening for 40, 50 years, uh, maybe even longer. uh, And it's working, just as that poll showed yesterday. It's working. And and the teachers believe this stuff. And so, of course, they're passing it on uh, to the children of America. And the children of America don't know any better because they're not getting any of the truth uh, put in front of them. They're not taught real history. They're not taught uh, the intent the intent of our founding fathers in creating our Constitution. You, you poll children about gun ownership in America and see what they say. They do not know the truth. They are being taught. They are being taught and inculcated lies. And this is by the teachers who have already been through the process. Oh, my goodness. A a, a recipe for disaster. Meanwhile, we're talking about Donald getting arrested, right? We're talking about uh, gun control because the shooter just went ballistic. A female uh, transgender shooter just went crazy. Uh, You know, we're we're talking about gun control. We're talking about 
we're not even focused on things that matter anymore, Sheriff, to, to, to restore the country. No. Uh, here, here, America is uh, being, being flushed down the cesspool. And what, what are we doing? We're going after Donald Trump uh, on crime that was committed by uh, Stormy Daniels, not Donald Trump. There's no crime in this by Donald Trump, as I explained uh, last Friday. Uh, on your show. Uh, this, this is so crazy. Uh, they'll go after uh, good people uh, and they'll let the evil people alone and praise them uh, as heroes. Uh, you know, this is, this is, we have seen this, how Barack Obama, the communist, is being hailed as uh, one of the best presidents ever in the history of America. Uh, why? Because he spends a lot of money and, and because of the color of his skin. That's why. He spent enormous amounts of money, just like Biden is trying to do. Uh, and it, it, I see no talent in any leadership in this country that is uh, based on because I spent money. And that's, that's really what they base their leadership uh, success on. And as, as a matter of fact, Nancy Pelosi and Charles Schumer and a couple of others, can't remember who they were, actually celebrated saying what a great day it was for America when they raised the debt ceiling and, and got trillions more spending in. And that was just last year. That was just a year ago. They had a party where they were toasting each other and the great success of spending more money illegally, unconstitutionally, unlawfully and bragging about it how great that is spending money we do not have and people wonder why we have inflation uh it's this whole thing is so backwards for evil will be called good and good will be called evil and that is exactly where we are and we're in the middle of it and i i can't believe it uh that churches are actually supporting some of this evil. They are in droves. Now, you were able to be on the Alex Newman show just recently. Incredible interview, by the way. Uh, I'll try to see if I can't play that on Liberty Roundtable Live. I got the audio from that. It's about a 10-minute interview. I'll try to see if I can't play that. But Alex Newman wrote another article that I want to highlight that relates directly to what we're talking about now. Here's what the headline says. It's a trap. Bringing home schools and Christian education under control alex newman um he always does a phenomenal job but he's hit it out of the park ladies and gentlemen here's what he says the education establishment and even the united nations are manipulating conservative americans desperate to get children out of government schools into a trap that will eventually obliterate Genuine School Choice explains the New Americans magazine. Anyway, uh, all I'm telling you is he highlights this reality. It's just disaster. Even the efforts to get out when people realize it's a problem is being subverted, Sheriff. Yeah, well, it, it's, uh, again, Sam, that shows just how far widespread this all, this all is. And uh, Alex Newman is a very sharp mind, uh, a great speaker, a great writer. Uh, 
uh, and he's been uh, standing in the right place on all of this for a long time. Of course, they do everything to marginalize him. They do everything to marginalize you uh, and brand you and me so that they can marginalize our message. Uh, and uh, Alex Newman, man, he should be all over uh, the country, as well as you uh, trying to put a stop to this horrible agenda. The good sheriff, thank you so much. We know you got to fly. We'll chat soon. By the way, the posse's coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Become a member and get involved in the posse today. CSPOA.org. Thank you, Sheriff. Thank you, Sam. Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas this morning is testifying at a Senate Judiciary Committee oversight hearing starting right now. The United States-Mexico border wall was poised to be completed until the day President Biden stopped all production when he took office. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham on Fox News wants to know why Mayorkas is allowing drug cartels to control the border. I'm going to make the case that America is really in an undeclared war with the Mexican drug cartels. Our nation is literally under under attack by drug cartels. And I'm going to make the case we've lost operational control of the border. So my first question is, do you agree you're failing miserably and what are you going to do to change? The two police officers who fatally shot the suspect at the Covenant School shooting in Nashville yesterday have been identified. Metropolitan Police Chief John Drake says Officer Rex Engelbert and Officer Michael Collazo fired at the 28-year-old trans man Audrey Elizabeth Hale, killing the suspect. Chief Drake believes this was a premeditated attack. In the initial uh, investigation, we've turned it over to the FBI. We've looked over it as well. And it indicates that there was going to be uh, shootings at multiple locations, uh, and, um, and the school was one of them. There was actually a map. Uh, of the school, detail and surveillance, uh, entry points, and how this was going to be carried out on this day. Silicon Valley Bank was a textbook case of mismanagement. The Federal Reserve's top banking regulator will tell lawmakers this week about the bank's failure. The officials, including those from the FDIC and the Treasury Department, are set to appear as questions about whether tougher rules and oversight could have prevented the collapse. The two best teams in the XFL Football League played last night. D.C. defeated Houston 37-26. This is USA News. Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. Skechers' new Massage Fit Sneakers. Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers' new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. A good sheriff had to go, but man, I got an interesting kind of a tidbit I want to talk about. It's not really as hard hitting as my normal stuff, but it's really important, I think. There is an issue with American Idol, and I watch American Idol. I like the show. I think for the most part, they do a great job. I know they bring um, some people to the table that just celebrate gay and lesbian agendas and, and uh, you know, some issues like that. I'm not really fond of that. Meaning, look, if you're gay or lesbian, I don't run around and just every day celebrate that I'm homosexual and make that or that I'm heterosexual and make that part of my story. Okay. by the way, that that I'm I am married to a wife. I'm heterosexual. Okay, and I'm not homosexual in any way. Now, I bring this up because I want to I want to help people understand. I don't have a problem with people's life choices. You can choose as you will. And you're still a good person. Okay. But I believe that the homosexual lifestyle is a sin. Anyway, long story short, they promote that on American Idol and The Voice and other places and celebrate those things, which I really have a problem with. You know what? Leave the politically divisive discussions aside for these kinds of shows. Well, sadly, when there's a good person or a good, I shouldn't say good person. There's a lot of good people. When there's a person who has some good traditional values Oftentimes, they don't treat them honest or fairly or right as they should. So there's a headline that says, Sarah Beth is a mother of three and an accidental American Idol. American Idol 2023. And there's this episode where this girl, Sarah Beth, comes on. And she seems super young, but she's 25. And they're surprised. They think she's like 16. And uh, anyway, then they, um, Katy Perry kind of, Mom shames her a bit. And I will say this, Katy Perry, shame on you for mom shaming her a bit. The sad part is, though, that everybody's going now ballistic on the mom shaming. And we need to be very careful is the reason that I'm bringing this up. I agree that mothers should be celebrated. I agree that you should never mom shame. We should realize it's a tremendous career choice or whatever you want to call it a choice to follow God and carry out his will to raise children. You know, they say the the hand that rocks the cradle rules the nation. There's no doubt the value of mothers is vital. I don't think Katy Perry meant to mom shame this girl. I just think it kind of, you know, they a lot of times try to bring somebody in that's very unique, and then they try to ham it up. And oftentimes they may cross the line. But let's play some of this and we'll talk about it. Here it is. Here's the American Idol. Um, Recap. My name is Sarah Beth, and I'm 25, and I'm from California. You cannot be 25. What are you saying? Yes, 25. No, 16. I, 16. I mean, come on. Bless. You guys are my favorite. Give us a real, give I us a buzz. She says, you guys are my favorite because, hey, they're saying she looks young. She's just like, you know what? That's awesome. Then she says, I have three kids and a husband. And they freak. Here it goes. It's, so that's like, Get what? away from here. What are you saying? <laughs> okay, Katie. Nope. 
It's okay. If Katie lays on the table, I think I'm gonna pass out. Three kids. <laughs> Honey, you've been laying on the table too much. Pause. That's the comment where Katie starts the out-of-line behavior. You've been laying on the table too much, suggesting that being involved with your husband uh, in an intimate relationship to partner with God to bring children to the earth is too much. I think Katie just wishes that she had chosen a different path in her life. But I digress. A shame on Katie for saying that, though. It's out of line. But there you go. They always say that. You know, I mean, I, I have eight children, and people look at me and my wife and say, don't you know how to leave her alone? <laughs> and stuff like this. It, it's just rude, folks. I agree with those who say that. But it continues. <laughs> Luke laughs and should not have laughed. Now it's showing her children with her. Hi, babies. Hi, Callan. Hi, Willow. Hi, Ellie. I miss you. We have a little family. Got married young and <laughs> they're living that life now. I am definitely grateful to be able to get to stay home with my kids pretty much full time. But when it comes to like pursuing music and stuff, this is all brand new. <laughs> like the past six months is the first time in my life that I've given myself a minute for me. And I've decided like, you know what, enough people have told me like, you gotta do something with your voice. Oh man, I'm gonna start crying, I miss my kids. <laughs> okay, I gotta go now, I'm gonna go sing. I'll see you guys all later. All right, pause. So she sees her kids now. I gotta give American Idol some kudos though. They showed a very intimate moment with a mother, a godly mother and her children. And she's so happy with her children, and they're so happy with her. They're putting together, a, a, in my opinion, a God-ordained family. And they're putting it on TV. Now, a lot of groups would just have shut her down. So Katie makes some inappropriate comments. I agree. But nevertheless, they at least showed this incredible example of what a real family looks like. Good for Idol. So we can't just criticize. We can point out the things that are wrong, and we should. But we should also point out the good. And this is one of the good. Here she sings. Wish me luck. Bye-bye. So how did you get from mom to music? Dude, I'm not going to lie. I'm not. Now, she calls she calls Lionel Richie dude. I find that interesting. <laughs> uh, but then the, the, how do you get from mom to music to musician? That's a weird question. I agree with that. It's like, what are you thinking? A lot of moms have all kinds of talents, Lionel. You know that. Don't be goofy. What he meant really, though, and this is where I think we're being unfair to him. What he meant was, you know what? You're, you're, you're such to, into being a mom or whatever. What all of a sudden transitioned you to music? It's a fair question because that lady then, um, you know, she's saying I didn't have any time for me in the last six months. But people are telling me I need to do something. So his question somewhat of a fair question, but I think it was kind of taken out of context by those who watch it. Meaning they're like, Why, what kind of a clown question is that, Lionel? Well, he means well. He's just trying to say what got you, you know, back into music when you've got all these young kids. Because a lot of people come on the show and say, hey, I took a break for 15 years while I raised my children. Now I'm back. Well, this lady's coming back with still young children. He's kind of going, how'd that all, what happened there? How'd that happen? I don't think it's a clown question, really, like others think. I think we need to be fair to Lionel there. At least they're engaging with her and learning about her. Go ahead. Really, a musician? I just called Lionel Richie, dude. No, sir, no, no, sorry. sir, no, I'm not gonna. No, it's okay. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I like to go to karaoke, like with my friends, and I did like a little bit of like I, church I, choir. And is and this now, your dream? We, um, is it now? Uh, if it's not your dream, you, you might need to leave because there's a lot of dreams behind you. Right. Literally, I'm still processing. I can't even like answer. Like this is so much. Uh, 
Let's hear All this. All right, well, let's, why don't you freak All right, us before out? she sings, so this is where Katie again, is this your dream, kind of shaming her. Look, a lot of people, and I'll be the first to admit I'm one of them. You know what? You think you're going to be in a certain career when you're young or you hope for something. You have a dream, but then that dream gets kind of squashed by reality. You know, I wanted to be a, a, a radio guy when I was like five years old. My mom checked into broadcasting school. They said, forget it, kid. It's like being a rock star. I gave up on that dream. I started making my living in real estate and computers. But then the dream came alive again. An opportunity afforded itself, and I jumped through it. Now I'm living the dream. So, Katie, shame on you for kind of mocking her for not Look, you get to be a mom, then all of a sudden people are saying, try out for American Idol. So she just like jumping up for karaoke. She does it, and my gosh, she's now on the national stage. It's a shock to her, and she doesn't know how to respond. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't have this dream. Come on now, Katie. Be fair. But she sings, and here she goes. Freaky Friday. The cherry bomb. What are you going to say? Pause. I was supposed to. Now she says, go ahead, Freaky Friday, as if being a mom is just like the weirdest thing on the planet. And this is why I started out by talking about that promotion of gay and lesbian and bisexual and transgender. And any perversion under the sun is like, oh, we love you. You're, you're awesome. You're normal. Now a mom gives up there, and she's calling her Freaky Friday. Katie, you're Freaky Friday, sister. This lady's a hero. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to attack Katie either. I'm trying to make a point. What is freaky and what's normal in our society? And are we going to let the freaky become the normal and the normal become the freaky? Because that's what we're doing. Anyway, so she gets in. Uh, shame on Katie. But here she sings, and it's incredible. I sing Benny and the Jets, but then my voice is... So now I'm going to sing You Know I'm No Good by Amy Winehouse, and I hope it goes... Okay, okay. give it to us. <laughs> okay. Meet you downstairs in the bar and heard your rolled-up sleeves and your skull t-shirt. What did you do with him today? And sniff All right, go ahead and just fast forward a little bit. Because they asked her to sing another song, and they asked her to go back to the song she was originally going to sing. Fast forward and then just play. That I'm no good. All right, so she finishes right there. That's not enough. Katie attacking her. That's not enough. There's a lot of other people, by the way, that aren't near as good, but yet they go through. But that's not enough. So they push her harder. Now, in Katie's defense, pushing her is a good thing because when you don't know what your dream is, when you get up there and you kind of laugh and, you know, you don't seem real or serious, I get the point. This is a serious thing. And Katie's right to point that out. Okay, go ahead. The next song. Please. Nothing. Okay. It's not her dream yet. All right. Okay. Show us what your voice can do. Take it to the limit. No <laughs> looking back. Sing it like it's your new dream. All right. Hey, kids, shake it loose together. This spotlight's hitting something that's been known to change the weather. We'll kill the fatty calf tonight, so stick around. You're gonna hear electric music, solid walls of sound. Say, Candy and Ronnie, have you seen them yet? Ooh, but they're so spaced out. b b b b b Benny and the Jets. Said, oh, but they're weird and they're wonderful. Oh, Benny, she's really keen. She's got 
All right. Turn that down. Let it keep playing. But just turn it down a little bit. So, Katie coaching her right on the spot and letting her know you got to give more. You got to get into this more. You got to get fired up. You belt it out. This is a, a performance, not just a karaoke. The girl's doing incredibly well. And I appreciate Cody really doing this for her because that's what it's going to take for her to compete, right? All right, turn it back up. I feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> Sit down. Now, they oh give her God. a pretty good clap. More than Accidental most. Accidental American Idol. Yeah. Pause. Dumb. Accidental American Idol. So what Katie's pointing out here is she's not mocking this girl now. She's impressed with her. She's coaching her to give her more guidance and more support and saying, look, you're going to compete at this level. You've got to get after it. You really got to get after it. By the way, you could skip the break. I'm sure you already did. But anyway, um, get after it. You got to get after it. And, and I appreciate Katie saying that because to compete at that level, that's what it's going to take. This girl can't just get up there and laugh and kind of, you know, I mean, she's a young presentation already, but you got to be serious. Accidental American Idol, it's like, you know what? You were just mom and thought you couldn't ever have your dream, and now you're actually good enough to be real. That's what she means by accidental American Idol. I don't think it means she's incapable or anything else. I just think it's a, it's a surprise to not only you, but to all of us. But they give her a greater clap than most. Now listen to the rest, because this is good. <laughs> but like, for real, this is so cool. <laughs> Woo, okay. I like a comic strip character just came to life. Oh, my. I love you. I love Pause. it. So a comic strip character came to life. See, I, I agree with Katie in the sense that this girl's presentation just makes it seem like she's, you know, 16. Little kid up there going, oh, my gosh, I performed. Woo, this is awesome. You know, like she's had too much sugar. You know how girls get late at night and they've had too much sugar? It's like that. Um, so Katie's kind of bringing that up because, you know what, that's what you see, and it's time to get serious, 25-year-old mom. And I, I appreciate Katie saying that. Now, Luke says, I love you. You're good. Now, listen to the rest. Thank you. <laughs> I love it because you don't know what the hell you're doing here. <laughs> But you're a great singer. <laughs> Look, if it's not your dream, it's not going to go far. Because right. I also respect everyone that's walking through that door who will lay down their life for this too. golden ticket, you know? Me too. They're amazing. You know, I don't want you to be a gimmick. Through all of this, there's an artist that's got to come out of that. I think we can vote. Luke, I just love your energy. You're a yes. Okay. Lionel. I want to kind of get you to understand, you have to take it seriously. You know, I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to go with my, my gut. I, I, it's going to have to be a no for me this trip. I'm sorry. Yeah. Katie? I mean. Now, pause. Now, this is what's interesting. So, Luke says yes. Lionel says no. Now, it's up to Katie, the one that's supposedly guilty of mom shaming. And Katie, this whole time, no, I agree the comment about the table and the comment about too many kids kind of an idea is a little out of control. Shame on you, Katie. I, but I, the pushing her is what needs to happen. And Lionel articulated that well, saying, look, I, I just can't vote for somebody that's not serious. And Katie's saying, you've got to take this. If, if this is not your dream, you're not going to make it because others, they've got the fire, right? You've got to get that fire if you want to win or if you even want to be taken seriously in American Idol. I agree with their points, but now it's left up to Katie to decide if she goes through or not. Here it is. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Can't marry, just say yeah. That's... Why not? 
Hell yes! <laughs> well, if you got two, then you got the right answer. One, two, three. Hi. You're going to Hollywood! Oh, my God. Sarah Beth, uh -huh. you're in the dream now. Thank Go you. get your golden ticket. Thank you. Get your golden ticket. So she says, Sarah Beth, you're in the dream now. And she really highlights this. Now, Katie could have not let her go through. But Katie chose to say, you know what? You can't be a gimmick, Sarah. You can't. I Look, this is serious, but I believe in you. That was a vote of confidence, not a vote of... You can go ahead and turn that off. That was a vote of uh, confidence, not a vote of... Now, you say, well, why did she go, mm, I guess. She was trying to make a point demonstrating the absurd by being absurd a little bit katie was kind of going if you're not sure you want to be here i i'm not sure i want to put you through but i you're good enough really making the point that sarah beth that's up to you you got to decide what you really want and i appreciate the coaches for that because that's what they're there for they're there to help train and mentor and coach and and help people get to the next level in their careers whether they win american idol or not Sarah Beth now going to Hollywood has literally put her career in a different trajectory than it once was before it was like icing with my buddies to now, hey, this girl could make an album. If you get to Hollywood and even make it through the first or second or you know whatever rounds of that, you start to really gain some ground. A lot of the people who never won American Idol or who are runner-up for American Idol or The Voice or some of these shows, they have incre incredible careers. Uh, and so anyway, I bring all that up because my son just went to a concert of somebody who was on American Idol, and I can't remember what they made it to, top 10 or top something. They didn't win, but now they've got an incredible career, and they're selling great tickets and everything else. My son just went to Vegas for it. Anyway, I bring this whole thing up to say this. There are those who love the mom shaming, and I say shame on them all. Uh, and Katie dabbles in that, and shame on her for doing it. American Idol not saying anything about it because they don't want to add insult to injury or create a feud or a fueled uh, battle. I get that. If I was Katie and others, I would not respond. At the same time, though, I say those who are kind of being too hard on Katie, I think that they're so into defending real women because they've been attacked so much so often to where it's hard to see the forest through the trees on this one the forest through the trees um in this case you've got to step back and see the whole thing yes katie made a couple of comments she shouldn't make but it was more about not shaming her as a mom but more about saying look if you are a mom that's great but you got to be a musician too and you can't take this like a, a cartoon character. you got to take this like a serious, professional musician. And there's another girl that just came on, too, that was a stripper. Because she had no way to support her family. She was all alone with a daughter. She didn't have any chance in life. She was raised in a very rough, abusive situation. She had nothing and nobody. And they gave her a second chance. And she didn't even make it. She didn't get pushed through at all. In fact, two, two voted against her, and it was a no. But then Katie pulled something out of her hat and said, hey, let's give her another chance in Memphis. Let's see if she can come back and do well. Well, the girl came back dressed professionally and did a great job. Well, what an opportunity to leave the stripper life and be a real musician. Now, I'm not defending putting strippers on TV. I'm just making a point that, you know what, Katie's giving people chances. 
And Katie, even though I think she's in many ways very strange, um, she understands what it takes, the grit that it takes to get there. She's a rock star. There's no question. And we need to be very careful not to throw the baby out with the bathwater on this. They showed a, a wonderful family and a giddy girl that they can now turn serious. If this girl comes back with some serious professionalism, she sings, a, she sings good. She could do quite well. Uh, Katie let that happen. Katie also gave another girl a chance. So you know what? She tries to give people second chances. She tries to, and yet were her comments negative? Absolutely, and she should be, I don't want to say shamed for that, but it should be clear, Katie, that's just not acceptable. Okay? I mean, many women get involved, and men too, sexually, when it's against God's law. This woman is legally and lawfully married to her husband. And that relationship between husband and wife, according to God, is a blessed one. And then welcoming children to this earth, partnering with God on the multiply and replenish the earth, which has never been rescinded, is a huge thing. Well, anyway, the American Idol people let that go forward, let people see a beautiful family. They did a lot right. They let her go through. Luke said he loved her. Uh, you know, sometimes when they try to ham it up, they kind of go too far and go overboard. And I think that's what happened here. But let's not be too hard on American Idol and on Katie. American Idol is far from perfect. But American Idol, the voice of some of these star shows, compared to what's on TV these days, they're pretty tame, folks. They're pretty, they're not as salacious and as out of control as others. So let's be very careful when we um, just get attacked. We think that somehow our side has just got to double down in defense of our side all the time. And this is where I say Clarion Call for Civility. This website that I really focus on matters, right? Clarion Call for Civility. Think about that. Um, call for Civility um, is really the key. And I've been advocating for, for that for a long time, as you all know. And this is a quintessential example. You know what? I agree we should push back against Katie if she did any mom shaming. And when she kind of said some comments that were out of line, stop that, Katie. Don't do that anymore. At the same time, let's give Katie credit and American Idol credit when, credit's, when credit is due. A clarion call for civility is what I'm calling for. This is an example. You can be kind and say, you know what, Katie? Don't do that anymore, man. That's just inappropriate. It's unkind. It's it's just stop. But at the same time, it's an opportunity to educate Katie. Maybe Katie didn't even mean it to be that way. Maybe Katie meant it to be different than it's being taken. Do we give Katie the benefit of the doubt too? Are we going to work with Katie and try to Learn how to win friends and influence people and encourage Katie to change. We're not going to do it by just relentlessly attacking her. She's just going to go, you know what, blank you guys, man. I say and do what I want. I can say and do what I want. I'm a rock star and I got plenty of money. And I, Or we can try to influence Katie and say, you know what, Katie, that wasn't very kind. Thanks for putting her through. Let's see how well this girl does. Um, but be very careful, Katie. That would be my advice to her. And to all those who are attacking Katie Perry over it. 
don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Please, please, try to not just get into, into attack mode, okay? Try to give people hope. Try to give people a way forward. Try to help Katie realize that's bad. Try to help this girl to be a little more serious. Be grateful for American Idol putting a, an example of a true family on TV. Good for them in a very real way and good for them for putting her through and letting her have a chance and let's let's not just go into the divide and attack mode all the time right let's let's give people hope and let's find a way forward right i bet you katie feels bad about it already i bet she feels like mm, i should have done better Let's help her do better. And the way we do that is by saying, you know what? That's not acceptable, Katie. That was wrong. We're sad you did that. But then as we push for a clarion call for civility, callforcivility.com, we can really help people understand the way forward. And the way forward is to thank Idol, American Idol, for putting her on and showing a real family. What a great thing. And then for, you know what, Luke voting for. For Lionel, he has every right to his reservations. But then Katie put her through. Let's let her live her dream. Let her know that dreams are possible. It's possible to be a mom and a musician. What an incredible America we live in, right? So let's be very careful of how we treat one another, folks. I'm not perfect at it all the time either, right? I, um, I fall into the trap, too. We're all human. But let's really try to rise above it, shall we? Anyway, I thought that was worthy of my attention because it's not maybe a hardest-hitting issue as some others. But I really think it shows a way forward. That's leadership. To show ways forward in meaningful, productive, solutions-oriented, come-together kind of ways. This is the greatest country on the face of the earth. Let's make sure we take care of it, shall we? I am Sam Bushman. Please donate. We need your financial support to carry on and grow our efforts. We don't have enough staff to get done what we need to do. LibertyRoundtable.com is my website. LovingLiberty.net, my nationally syndicated radio network. CSPOA.org. Donate to us all liberally, would you please? I am Sam Bushman, and we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.